What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the Broncos return back to practice as they prepare for their season finale in Las Vegas. We'll hear today from head coach Sean Payton and quarterback Jared Stidham. All that and more coming up. The Denver Broncos were back on the practice field today as they prepare to face the Las Vegas Raiders for their season finale on Sunday. Both head coach Sean Payton and quarterback Jared Stidham spoke to the media today and discussed how important a win would be for this team on Sunday. I think getting to nine wins is important. Um, and, and, and I think it's important for our players to understand that, and I think they do as well. Um, you know, heading into next season, um, you know, there's a ton of these peaks and valleys during any NFL season. I mean, when you look at a team like Philadelphia, it's just it just comes with everyone. And uh, certainly we, we had our fair share. But I think, uh, you know, finishing strong is important. The, the goal this week is to win, get the ninth win for the for this team. And, you know, it's it would be the first winning season in however many seasons it's been. So it's a big deal. I mean, we're taking this week very seriously, obviously. And, you know, want to end the in the season the right way. And head coach Sean Payton went on to talk about his expectations for Jared, this being his first start for the Broncos on the road. Look, I, I think it'll be important. I mean, obviously he's familiar with this stadium we're going to. Um, you know, you, you go through the the crowd noise. Um, I would say today's the first day where we're in shotgun with him on a silent snap count. I mean, there are little nuances that, that obviously maybe are more cadence driven. Um, we'll work through that. Plus, Jared Stenham went on to talk about what it will mean to return to Las Vegas. Uh, obviously excited. Um, you know, I spent spent a year there and made a lot of relationships with a lot of people. Um, but I'm here now, so I'm, I'm looking forward to playing, playing against those guys. I mean, I did it in practice, obviously, um, all last year. So um, just excited to, to get back in there on the opposing sideline, you know. Try and try and score some points and hopefully win. And looking at the matchup, both Sean Payton and Jared talked about the challenge that Raiders defensive end Max Crosby presents. Max, I mean, the, the, the challenge with him is, I said this the other day, these traits where he's an ex exceptional athlete, um, he bends really well. So it, it's hard to stay on him. You know, he can, he can get off a block very quickly. Um, he's highly intelligent. So you see him in a stance waiting. Um, he obviously understands where the backs are. Um, so he's highly intelligent. And then the other thing is his stamina is unique. I mean, I don't, I don't have the exacts, but he's, he's playing close to 98, 99%. And when you look at play 67, it's the same as play eight. That's rare. Um, and then you have kind of one of these elite players and, uh, and you see it in every game, run and pass, run and pass. You see it in every game. So um, that creates, you know, time relative to tonight will be third down. Obviously, that's an, uh, a whole different, you know, ball of wax um, in regards to protections. And then, you know, what you want to do. He plays over on the right, but he plays on the left. You know, they move him around too. Um, but he's, he's something. I can't speak highly enough of this. This guy, um, being with him every day for a year, seeing how he works, um, the most impressive thing is 
I don't know if I've ever seen a player play that hard for that long every single time he's out on the field. Um, so, I mean, he's going to bring it. We're going to have to be ready. Um, he's one of the best in the league for a reason. So, Sean also detailed the differences he's seen from this Raiders team since interim head coach Antonio Pierce took over. I would say this to his credit, um, man, he was a tough player. I remember him well. We had some good battles with the Giants teams. There's a, a grit and toughness you see with how they're playing. Um, you know, both on defense and certainly on offense, their running game. Um, you know, he obviously has a, a good, rich history with that tradition. And uh, I think he's done a really good job. And, and, um, and that's a credit not only to him, but his staff and, and, and his team. But, but you see it on film. You feel it. You know, when we profiled this team, we profiled the entire season, but then more importantly, we profiled since he took over. The one thing that jumped out is you look at their takeaway and giveaway numbers um, since he took over, they're fifth in the NFL with uh, that turnover ratio, both offensively and you know combined. Um, but he's done a really good job. And now it's time to take a look at today's injury report. Tight end Chris Manhurts, tackle Mike McGlinchey, running back Samaje Pirine, and safety Delarian Turner-Yell all did not participate in practice today. Plus, outside linebacker Baron Browning, inside linebacker Josie Jewell, wide receiver Marvin Mims Jr., and wide receiver Cortland Sutton were all limited in practice. Now joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio for a more in-depth look at today's news is fellow team reporter Phil Milani. Phil, thanks for joining me. Sid, Happy New Year. Happy thanks New for Year having to me. you. Last Wednesday of the season. I know. Crazy. It's crazy how fast it flies by every single year yeah you wish the broncos were still going to be playing but uh overall i think it's been a a pretty good year eight and eight and the goal obviously this week is to get to nine yep absolutely well phil before we get into this final game of the season i want to talk about the top news of the evening it was just announced that this year for the Broncos, Pat Sertan, Justin Simmons, and Marvin Mims Jr., they yeah. will all be at the at the Pro Bowl this year. They're Pro yeah. Bowl starters this year. No, very exciting very for those exciting. guys, obviously. Uh, big for Mims as a rookie yeah. to be able to make it to the Pro Bowl. Obviously, he's one of the top returners uh, in the NFL. Had that little uh, mishap the, the other week against the Patriots, mm-hmm. but outside of that, he's been so solid uh, receiving the ball. Uh, you know, he obviously has that uh, w- uh, one touch down return uh, that he had against the Dolphins. So uh, one of the top returners in the league. And then uh, Simmons and Sertan, those are sort of household names at this point. And those guys tend to get these Pro Bowl nods. And Simmons, uh, three interceptions this year, uh, down from uh, uh, the last couple of years here. But uh, still, he's that guy where opposing quarterbacks always know where he is. Um, Such a smart player. That ball hawk back there where he's making uh, an impact all the time. And then, I mean, P.S two is one of the best uh, mm-hmm. shutdown cornerbacks in the league. I mean, yeah. he takes away a half of the field almost every single week, and uh, his stats this year go go to show that, too. It, just uh, people aren't testing him very much. So mm-hmm. just a one interception, but I think that he plays a position where it's really hard to just look at the stats and say, well, he only has one interception. Well, right. that's not the impact he's having. For he's sure. uh, he's still that guy who's uh, taking away the top wide out every single week. Yeah, back-to-back Pro Bowl seasons yeah. for Pat. No, that's... Two in his 
only three years in the league. Yeah, so he's going to kind of get onto that uh, Champ Bailey sort of routine oh, here yeah. where every year, uh, as long as he continues to maintain this level of play, he's going to be in the Pro Bowl. Uh, and, uh, of course, he wants to start racking up those All-Pros too. Yeah. So um, those things are big, uh, big things for these players. When at the end of your career you go back and you look at these mm -hmm. These kind of numbers really uh, uh, are a big deal for these guys. So uh, congrats to all three of them and then yes. a couple of alternates too. So uh, that's uh, very exciting for the Broncos. Very, very exciting. Well, Phil, looking at the season finale, you know, we opened the season versus the Raiders here at home. We're ending the season in Las Vegas versus yeah, the Raiders. Bookends. Yeah, <laughs> bookends for sure. Jared Stidham, he's returning to Las Vegas, his former team there. Just yeah. what are your expectations for him in his second start here with the Broncos? Oh, I'm sure that he's excited to yeah. go back. And he knows a lot of those guys, mm -hmm. you know. So just to be able to go back to Las Vegas, play a team you're very familiar with, uh, I'm sure that he's eager to go and uh, prove that uh, he can be a starter in this league, you know. Uh, I think that's just a natural emotion to be like, hey, I want to play. I want to be out on the field. I want to be leading my team. Uh, nobody makes it this far hopefully hoping to just be the backup. So right. um, he said he's not going to approach it like an audition, but it sort of is like that, though, Sid. I think that yeah. uh, if he goes out there and plays well and shows improvement from last week to this week, I think he's going to give Broncos coaching uh, coaches and uh, the front office here something to think about for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, he was a priority to go out and get him this last offseason. They brought him in. They liked what he did last year in his two starts with the Raiders and they want to see if he can be the guy, you know, and uh, last week, I think he did a pretty good job. He protected the football. Yeah. Um, he did his best to avoid big sacks. They didn't go three and out once for the first time this year, Sid. So right. I feel like he, for a first start, did pretty well. You know, I know that uh, they had the mishaps there with the cadence and the false starts right. near the goal line, but that kind of takes time. That's to be time. expected, right. I think. You know, it's a, a new voice back there. So For sure. if they're able to clean some of those things up, mm -hmm. if he's able to protect the football, that is such a big deal for Sean Payton. Just ball security, making sure that you're really careful with wh where you're putting the ball, how you're holding it in the pocket, all of these things. If he's able to do that again, I really think that uh, the Broncos will think long and hard about, about him and his future here this offseason. Yeah, definitely, Phil. I mean, you mentioned kind of the miscommunication there on offense, but in addition to that, what do you want to see Jarrett just improve upon in this final game? Well, I think early in the game, some of the timing with some guys was a little bit off. Some of his balls were a little bit behind. Right. Like a I know that uh, Jerry Judy got hit pretty hard one time, and I think one was behind Brandon Johnson, too. So timing with these guys, um, that should get better with more practice reps, more sure. you know, uh, chemistry there. I think that uh, if he's able to just sort of connect on some of these plays down the field and, and then obviously get the ball into the end zone, I think that uh, you're talking about um, you can go from, like, scoring 16 points. If you can get into that mid-20s, uh, yeah. upper 20s, you're going to be winning a lot of football games in this league. So this Raiders defense is really good. Really good right I, now. I know that you look at their record and you think that they had this sort of uh, terrible season because they fired their coach and stuff. Right. Since uh, they made the head coaching change, they're the number one defense, defense. in the NFL in terms of points scored, uh, points allowed. Right, right, right. So uh, this is a good defense. Max Crosby, Max Crosby. is insane. <laughs> you know, I mean, this guy's motor. He just never stops. Yeah. And so... Uh, 
especially knowing Jared, I know that mm -hmm. Max Crosby is going to be like, I want to get to get him after. a couple of times. Yeah. So um, if he's able to improve and score more points this week, going on the road, facing a tougher defense, mm -hmm. that would really show a lot. Definitely. Yeah, Phil, looking at this Raiders team, you mentioned interim head coach Antonio Pierce. What do you feel like just changed from their attitude, their culture mindset over there? Well, I think normally there's like a little bit of a, a ramp, like a little boost, you know, for an interim coach, but yeah. it's only like one, maybe two games. They've really been able to sustain this mm -hmm. thing uh, playing for him. And Sean Payton talked about it uh, today on Wednesday, just that they sort of taken on his personality and he was a tough, yeah. hard-nosed type of player he sees that in this Raiders team and uh, they've lost some close games. Obviously that uh, yeah. Vikings game three to zero, you, you just don't see scores <laughs> like yeah. that very often, uh, Sydney. So mm -hmm. I think that they've really uh, shown a toughness here that uh, it, this is going to be a hard game to go out to Las Vegas and get this win. And um, they were in a similar position last week to the Broncos, where if they would have beaten the Colts, then, and if Kansas city would have lost, right. then this would, have been a huge game in terms of uh, the division so um uh they're i don't want to say they're sim in a similar spot as the broncos because they're just sort of a uh, way different situations but just mm -hmm. sort of the way that their record and the seasons all sort of come to an end here yeah. uh the, these are this is gonna be a really uh, hard-fought game i think i think so too and like you said i mean they're playing in this final game for uh interim head coach antonio pierce for that job there for him yeah and so they got a lot to play for yeah like i so i guess i sort of think about it like not their whole season but like sort of this mini season for them right he's four and four they want to send him off with a uh, a winning record and see yeah. if he's able to uh remove that interim tag you know that's going to be interesting Absolutely. uh their interim gm champ kelly we know very well uh he yeah. spent a long time here in denver and uh, got to know him uh over the years so uh you kind of are like hey it's the Raiders, but uh, when there's a guy like Champ Kelly there, you're also rooting for him, for him. To, do, to have a little yeah. bit of success, but still, it's the Raiders. You don't want to <laughs> see them win. So I think for the Broncos, uh, you kind of know that you're going to be facing a Raiders team. Mm -hmm. You lost seven straight to them. Uh, you want to just you want to just end this season with a win and right. uh, beating the Raiders would be sort of a cherry on the top. For sure. Yeah, Phil, I mean, it's like you said, there are kind of similarities here. You know, they're hoping to get Antonio Pierce to five and four, a winning uh record under uh -huh. him and for the Broncos here they're looking to get to nine and eight a winning season for the first time since 2016 I think that's a big deal yeah. you heard a lot of guys talking about that today mm -hmm. you just want to end the season with a little bit of momentum uh even yeah. though it's not leading to the playoffs but I still right. think if you have some uh, positivity heading into the offseason the next time you guys are together uh, for the offseason program I think that there's just a sense that hey we finished the season really strong we went on that five game winning streak we were able to win the final two games you know that we turn the page i think there's something to that right. um something to build off of there. exactly yeah. yeah whereas if you lose this one you're still sort of like meh eight and nine eight and nine just sounds way different than nine and eight it I does don't know why. it really does i but, don't know why uh, yeah either. there's just such a different ring to it yeah. so um uh, and you don't want to look back and be like, oh, those five games, that was a fluke in the middle of the season. Yeah. I think that if you're able to win this one, you've really snapped a lot of streaks this year. You know, uh, you're, if you're able to beat the Raiders, you sort of uh, got that monkey off your back, yeah. uh, especially going on the road and facing right. the Raiders. The Broncos have never won in Allegiant Stadium. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you know, and, and uh, even dating back to their time in Oakland, they've right. had a hard time of late 
on the road on the against road. the Raiders. So mm-hmm. uh, you beat the Chiefs this year. You won a road primetime game. A lot of these things that have been sort of storylines heading into these weeks, you're able to get those uh, uh, scratched off. Right. And so next year when you're going on the road to face the Raiders, if you win this one, you don't have to talk about how there hasn't been as that much success or the streak and that kind right. of thing. So just like how you don't have to talk about that with the, the Chiefs. Chiefs anymore. So there is a lot to play for in this one. And then aside from the record and everything, there's guys on this team that are playing for their NFL futures. Yeah. So in it's addition to Jared Stidham, there's a mm-hmm. lot of young guys on this team that are trying to make a statement, trying to make, you know, like um, little Jordan Humphrey, the touchdown he made last week against right. the Chargers. You're going to remember that play, yeah. you know, and uh, impressive. Uh, he's playing for like, hey, I want to be a guy in this league where I'm getting a lot of snaps on offense. I'm mm-hmm. not bouncing between the practice squad and the active ride. Yeah. You know, there's a sure. lot of guys sort of in that boat that are saying, I want, I got to prove myself here. And, and my, my career is sort of on the line here. There's a lot of guys playing for, for something uh, meaningful here this week. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of free agents too. So they're playing for tape for yeah, you know, exactly. not only the Broncos, for, yeah, for the rest exactly. of the league too. Most definitely. Yeah. Well, Phil, it's been a pleasure all season long yes, having you on Broncos now every Thank single Wednesday. Thank you very Wednesday. much. Wednesdays are a big day. They really and are. And so to be able to recap it with you, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's been special. So thank you. No, thank you. And, of course, you'll be on for this offseason, but of just course. not as much. Just uh, not recapping the big news every week. So. Exactly. Well, always a pleasure, Phil. Appreciate you joining the show Thanks, today. Ed. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. I will see you all then.